0: All right here we are you know I was thinking about you today as I was um, going through the day and just thinking to myself you know what what makes me different and what what do I have that's different that I can offer people to help them and you know I I, um, I came up with the The line here, I could say, I could have saved, but I could have freed a thousand more, but. It's talking about Harry Tubman. She freed a thousand slaves, but she could have freed a thousand more, but. Before I talk about that, but, let me tell you a story. I remember um, when I was young, I talk about. I talked about being in the Navy, and I remember being in the reserves at one time and talking to some of the um, uh, government workers that worked alongside the military. And you being a worker, you'll understand this, and and, and this is a point, I'm going to make a point. And the thing is, is you go to work, and what happens is you get these bosses. Uh, in, in the military, normally it's a rotation every four years or so, they get a new person in charge. So what happens? Well, um, four years, someone new comes in. They hire a charger. They see how things are being run, and they immediately make a change. Four years later, the next guy comes in. He sees how things are being run. And he changes them back to the way the guy before him had it. Next guy comes in, and he changes it back the other way. And so the cycle moves on. The problem is that cycle is because there's a, there's a lack of the learning curve um, from a military standpoint. And you know what? I even saw that in Iraq. They polled the Iraqi people when I was there, I'm, so I'm told, and they found out what they needed. And what they wanted, and what they really wanted was uh, some waste cleanup for them to actually, you know, change, uh, put trash cans and things in because there was sewage and waste all over the streets. But instead, we come in and we want to build schools to, to, to pump up our resumes so that we can get promoted. But we lose sight of the reason we're there. It's not for us, it's for the people. So why don't we ask the people, what do they need? And then give them what they need. It makes no sense if I'm hungry or if I'm thirsty, to just give me a a sandwich. I'm already thirsty. Why do I wanna eat something so I get more thirsty? I mean, does it make sense? So, my question to you uh i I don't say it much, but you know it would be nice if you put a comment or two down what you think you need to help you move further ahead I can remember when I was young um and coming up i was i was fortunate enough to to have my mother that that um always had um Influenced me in a positive way and told me I could do anything I could put my mind to. But also, uh, I had started to get into positive motivation and started reading some self help books. And I learned a lot, man. And as a matter of fact, when I started doing that, it was kind of like at the end of high school and the college. And I found that a lot of things that I had been doing were a lot of these principles that I was unaware of that worked. Now, I talk about that cycle, I'm going back, and and I'm I'm going to tie all this together, but I'm going back to that cycle of things that don't change. So these, these government workers are there, and it's frustrating because the cycle just keeps going on and on. People come in, they make the change, you know it happened four years ago. And it just goes on and on, and not really much change occurs. Because, one, they're not learning from the past, and, two, um, I think our ego gets to the way, and we don't listen a lot of times. So then the next thing, um, and I'm going to get to that um, that quote I mentioned, too. But the next thing I wanted to mention was a couple of points that Jim Collins made In his book, Good to Great, in his book, Good to Great, he talks about level five leadership and how a lot of companies never make it there. Even the top Fortune 500 companies don't. But he made a couple of good points, and and this is going to make sense when I get to it. He said the 11 good to great CEOs are some of the most remarkable CEOs of the century, given that only 11 companies from the Fortune 500 met the exacting standards for entry. Into this study. Isn't that interesting? Fortune 500 companies being led by these powerful men, and only 11 of them are considered to be worthy of level five leadership. By the way, level five leadership is a fancy word for servant leader, but servant leader didn't sell much, so they had to use something that sold, so they used you know, level five leadership. Anyways, just a little tidbit there. But then, isn't it interesting that 10 out of the 11 came from inside the company? 10 of the 11 came from inside the company, three of them by family inheritance. The comparison companies turned to outsiders with six times greater frequency. Yet they fail to produce sustained results. Okay, now having having been in the corporate world, I can understand the corporate answer to the question of why is that. But let me give you my take because me being an employee, having been an employee, and having been in charge at times, I I had a uh, interesting take on it. And, and let me know what you. Think of it, because I'm going to bring this around back to the other statement I made, too. And if 10 out of the 11 came from inside the company and they became good to great, my thought is, having been there, just like the government employees, I mentioned that that happens in the government every four years they change. Well, the corporate world is not much different. The cycles may be different. And they may be uh, they may be random, you know, or they may not be equal. But how many times will you work? Someone new comes in, and they change things around. They're excited, and you think, "Okay, this is it." And then nothing happens. Three, four years later, someone new comes. Oh, you get all excited. This is it. You know, after three or four cycles, it's like, man. It ain't going to make a difference because the mentality, the mentality. So let me get back to the mentality of these 11, 10 of the 11 CEOs that made it to this level five leadership that Jim Collins talks about, the servant leadership. Why did they come from the inside? Think about yourself. You've been there 10, 15, 20 years, and now, for some uh, reason you end up at the top as it is in this situation with these seals that came from the inside out and and i think it's because when you were down there and you would give suggestions and you got ignored and then and then everything that you suggested and 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 told that what would happen if they didn't move in the direction based on your experience And you saw how you saw how that just kind of crumbled and caused the company to to teeter and to lose its its um lose its strong uh, strong um, investment or strong returns. Its returns start to dwindle. And you saw that, and you know what needed to happen, but yet you were in charge, and no one listened to you. You were like a sounding signing symbol, but no one listened. So I think those 10 were in that, those positions, and they they knew the answers were inside the people who had been there for 10 and 15 years. They know, they know what they know in their ears, and they know how to make it better. I think when those 10 people got there, they realized that the, the, the strength is in the the, 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 the uh, knowledge of the group and not just one individual at the top. By the way, it talks about these specific level five leaders weren't even hardly mentioned because it wasn't about them. It was about the people. It was about the company. It was about making it better for everyone, not just for me, but for everyone. So you see, they had that mentality. That's why 10 of the 11 came from inside the company, because they were in that position where they had the ideas and no one listened to them, that they, they, I am convinced that they decided deep down inside themselves, if they ever got the opportunity, that they would take those, what they know, and they would seek out those that they know have been there for years that had great ideas. You see, Great ideas don't have to come. Don't come from just the, the uh, high and mighty. They come from everyone because God made us all with a brain to think and see. These CEOs realized that, and they knew for the good of the company that they would have to depend on those people and give those people those opportunities that they never received in the past. That's. Why there's only 11 out of the 500 Fortune 500 companies that had level five leadership because only those 11 or listened to the employees so many times. I know, I know you're there, I know you're with me. So, back to the quote I could have saved or I could have freed a thousand more, but. Harriet Tubman freed a thousand slaves. She said you could have freed a thousand more, but it's a powerful button. The other thousand didn't realize that they were actually slaves. They didn't realize they were in bondage. They didn't know. They thought that they were free, but they weren't. And, you know, it was all in their mind. You see, that's power of the mind. An elephant, when he's young, they put a uh, solid stake in the ground, they put a chain around his foot, and they allow him to tug and jump, and that thing is deep wedged in the ground and he can't move it to a point where he gives up. 20 years later when he's grown, he's many tons larger. They use a wooden stake and a rope. They put it around his leg and he doesn't go anywhere. Because in his mind, as long as he saw that stake, he knew he couldn't break loose from the rope. He had a limiting belief. That's the problem a lot of times. We have limiting beliefs. And as I started to think about, you know, I'm talking about helping ordinary people to do extraordinary things. And I'm talking about transformation and changing people so that they can either get promoted or find a job where they can thrive or start their own business. And as I thought about that, I said, wait a minute. It's not gonna happen in the company. Just like in the military, just like you've seen many times, those cycles continue on. It's not gonna happen where you are. So, see, my goals have changed for my members. There's only two solutions. One, you're gonna you're gonna find that job that you're passionate about, and you're gonna thrive there, or that business that's deep down inside that you want to share it's going to come out, and you're going to be able to share that. Yes, you're going to be able to share that that business that's inside you to others. But see, just like Harry Tubman experienced that with the slaves, they didn't realize that they were in bondage. We're in a different type of bondage. It's a mental bondage. You see, God didn't make any of us to be in poverty or to struggle in that kind of manner. He gave us a mind to think. He gave us an imagination. He gave us these great, powerful, intellectual faculties which we very seldom use. And see, I just like Harry Tubman couldn't change their mind. Because in their mind they were programmed that way. It is only through reprogramming of your mind and reprogramming of your thoughts. And it's not a it's not an easy process. It's not an individual process. You see, I grew up and I read those books and I was motivated to do that. But most of us aren't strong like that. Obstacles come and we we tend to falter. But that's why I'm here. That's why the group's there. More times than not, you can't make that change alone. You've been doing it too long, 10, 15, 20 years, the same thing. But there's more out there. You don't want to get to the age of 70 and then being interviewed like I saw in the other book, people 80 and 70 and 80 years old talking about they regret that they didn't try more, do more. Hey, a lot of times, like I mentioned, these things can come through volunteer work. You can You can find ways if you use your mind And also have the collective energy of the others within the group to figure things different out. Because let's face it, what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and hoping for a different return, it's insane. But a small change become part of a group It begins to help you reform your thought process so that you really start to realize there is more out there. I can do more. There is more for me to do. That flame does not have to go out and this is not just it. I've thought that way for so long, but now I'm not alone. There are others like me That want to make that change. But I know I can't do it alone. That's why the group's there. We'll be coming out. I'll be coming out and have a small window. to Invite some new people in. And man. What a change. A powerful change. You can have. In your life. If you do that. So. I'm working on some new ideas. And my only action plan today is to think about that. Think about the story of Harry Tubman. I freed a thousand slaves, but I could have freed a thousand more, but they didn't realize that they were slaves. They didn't realize they were in bondage. You can be free. You can free your mind and become all that you want to be. And no, it's not a fast process it takes time it didn't it didn't happen overnight for you to be get where you are it takes positive reinforcement and positive change i know i've been there let me help you we can do this together send me a note say yes i'm interested please send me an invite and i will because just like those level five leaders, it wasn't about them. It was about the company, it was about the employees. It's about you. It's about you finally becoming what you know you need to be, but was afraid to to let anyone know around you. But trust me, we will help you through that process. And then, you, as I mentioned before, I always think of that beautiful picture of a flower, a bud, clammed up, and we're going to water it. And then it's going to start to shine, and the sun's going to shine. It's going to open up, and the sun's going to shine on it. And it's going to bloom and blossom and be so beautiful. You're going to be so beautiful. And you're gonna be so grateful and full of gratitude and you're gonna reach down and, and because of the gratitude that you have, you're gonna to wanna to help someone else like yourself. I'm not gonna ask you to do it, you're gonna to wanna to do it because you know that you almost, you almost let it go yourself and you know how much sweeter it is now, but you almost missed it. You almost did because you had been through that up and down that I talked about in the military and in the corporate world where the faces change, but the, the game's the same. And until you take the detour and get away from it, but you got to get your confidence first and understand and have that vision. Because without the vision, you're going to perish. And without the vision, you won't push to become what you need to be and do what you need to do. It's been real. I've had a great time tonight. I'm learning how to use Instagram. Check for me every now and then. I may be out there on your Instagram. Um, Because I need to. I need to get the message out more. I was talking to my mentor. He said, just push your message more. I want to help you make a difference. That's my goal. That's my lifelong goal, is to help you make a difference. And that will bring me joy. Let me help you. Have a good evening.